Hey there running friends, it's James here and I'm back with another one of my daily running podcasts. Today I want to talk about training for a half marathon from the perspective of someone who's actually very new to running. It's a question that's come up in the Transform Your Running 30 Day Challenge Facebook group. Again, if you're listening to this and you've not checked out our Facebook group, checked out our 30 Day Challenge, please do go and check that out and uh, and get involved with the community we've got going on there. The challenge it's a free challenge, a bit of an instruction to strength and conditioning for runners. But again, I'll you know you can find out more about that within the group. But one of our members, Ilva, has asked a question specifically that says she's thinking about training for a half marathon in October. She's only been running for a bit over a month. Longest run to date is 6k and she's absolutely loving it. Does she think that it would be too much too soon? Or sorry, she asks, do we think that it would be too much too soon? And uh, if not, does anyone have any tricks besides not rushing into it? Okay, well, firstly, not rushing into it is a huge part of it. Um, but given that we're sitting here, today is the 3rd of June, and the half marathon she's looking at is in October. I'd say, given the experience particularly um, that we can point to in terms of working with Holly last year, as well as obviously plenty of runners over the last decade um, with fairly similar kinds of stories, um, that yeah, you've got you've got plenty of time if we build it up gradually. Of course, in that time frame that we have, the kind of you know, roughly, what are we now, uh, June, July, August, September, October, you know, kind of four months or so, you, know, you only get one stab at that, otherwise you will find yourself on the back foot quite quickly if you do suddenly do too much too soon and uh, and struggle with an injury. So you do need to make sure that it is a gradual progression and you listen to your body. But the reason why I want to make a podcast out of this question is because with the um, the kind of the debrief that we could do around Holly's training for her first half marathon last year, there's actually a lot of context that we can we can kind of talk around and uh, and just really talk about what Holly did successfully to get to the point where she ran her first half in I think it was two fourteen if I remember rightly last November. So the details actually of the training program and this training program is a great example of it not having to be super super rocket sciencey to get the desired outcome the details of the program are actually linked in the show notes um i've actually linked a picture of the program that i wrote for holly and it's literally written on a notepad from the hard rock hotel in las vegas where we were um staying when i actually put the put the program together for her so it's very much old school pen and a pad sticking it together three runs per week literally just marking down mileage and how the mileage increases run by run or how we structure that run by run so do check out the link in the show notes and it'll take you to a um take it to an, an image which again shows that training program in its bare bones and the reason why it was bare bones is because you know this was holly stepping up from 5k to well she had done a, a couple of 10k events in, in fairness but stepping up from 5k to half marathon three runs a week keeping all those sessions very very much easy pace in fact she utilized run walk as um as a strategy as well particularly with some of the the longer runs. So as you'll see from the the program itself, it was a program where the two midweek runs, yeah, we started in the same way that Ilva is, um, started with four miles, so 6k, um, and built that up 
where in that first week it was four miles, four miles, then five miles to the point where over time we were building up that third run, that long run in the week to a point where by the time we got 10 weeks in, I think it was nine or 10 weeks in, um, we were getting Holly up to the 14 mile mark. And this is a, a key point that I wanted to make really that differs from obviously training for your first marathon versus training for your first half. I often like to take first time half marathoners beyond half marathon distance in training. There's a big difference obviously in going beyond different distance when it comes to half marathon training versus marathon training. Um, going beyond distance in half marathon training, so taking you to that 14 mile mark, you're still not really going to that point where you're going to um, you know, sacrifice the quality of training in the subsequent weeks, even if you're out there for you know, two and a half, two and three quarter hours depending on the pace that you're you're running, if you're running quite slowly, um, that's still not the same as taking someone up into the kind of the 22, 24s. And obviously, if we're talking about going over distance, I don't know why you would do from a marathon perspective, but if we're talking theoretically, yeah, there's no point in having someone who's running at a, yeah, let's say they're running at um, five-hour marathon pace, there's no point in having someone out, you know, five hours plus on their feet. So I usually try and cat people around three and a half hours for their, for their long run, depending on the runner. You know, sometimes it's slightly longer, sometimes it's slightly shorter, depending on how they, how well they recover. But, you know, as soon as you step beyond that kind of 18, 20 mile mark in the long run, from the marathon perspective, marathon training perspective, you're going to start impacting the quality of the sessions in the week preceding that long run. Whereas from a half marathon training point of view, getting you up to 14 miles, it's a massive confidence boost and you're not playing that game of really starting to you know, kind of flirt the line between beneficial training versus just making yourself tired. Getting 14 miles under the belt, you know, two weeks out from race day, should put a heck of a lot of confidence into this first time half marathoner to know that the distance is doable. The distance is very, very achievable. Um, and with that achievable distance under the belt, you know that then the thing to focus on for race day isn't, can I do it? The thing to focus on for race day is, how am I going to pace this? Let's not make silly mistakes. How am I going to drink? How am I going to um, take on a nutrition on course? You know, all those sorts of things, rather than the panic of, am I going to make the distance? Which for a lot of people, when stepping up from 5k or doing regular 10ks to suddenly doubling that 10k distance uh, and, and adding a bit and doing a half marathon, um, a lot of the time there is a real anxiety around this um, this new race distance. So again, in comparison to you know, marathon training where we wouldn't go close to race distance in training, I actually am a fan of going over distance ever so slightly in this respect. Now, when it comes to pacing, with Holly's program that you'll see, and again, check out the show notes, check out this this handwritten little uh, table that I put together from for Holly. The details are very, very sparse on there in terms of pacing because it was a very simple, very straightforward order. It was keep it conversational, keep it easy, keep it relaxed. When you're upping the mileage for the first time from a point where, as uh, Ilva says, she's going from, from 6k now and upping over time, you don't want to also be adding another factor in where suddenly we're also doing speed work. 
That's something that can come in the future. That's something that can come down the line. Once you've got this first half marathon under the belt and you're saying, right, what can I do to make myself faster as a runner, to make myself better as a runner? Perhaps the next goal is to go faster over half marathon distance or perhaps the next goal is to you know, go and attack marathon distance. You know, The world's your oyster. But at that point, that's where you can have the conversation with yourself or conversation with running friends, etc. and say, do you think now might be a good time to add in some speed work? But for now, in this process of building up mileage, which is the main focus as you go through the next few weeks and months towards this half marathon in October, don't worry too much about pace. Keep it easy and know that, and Holly found this as well, as you build up that long run duration and you're building up that weekly mileage. So in that first week, like I said, it was four miles, four miles, five miles. And then by the time we were five or six weeks in, it was four miles, six miles, 12 miles. Um, yeah, and as we're building, 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 that's where naturally with that increase in mileage, that increase in time on the feet, that increase of the amount of time spent running aerobically, you're naturally going to get more efficient as a runner, naturally going to become more economical as a runner, and naturally, as such, going to get faster anyway. But going and doing lots of you know, hard interval sessions, lots of uh, intense tempo work midweek, you, in this instance, in this kind of context where you're also ramping up the mileage, it's probably simply going to add to the chance of you doing too much too soon and getting yourself injured. So again, in this context of building towards your first half marathon and coming from a place where you're doing kind of 6K at the moment, I would focus on keeping the pace nice and easy and just building, building, building the mileage. You can, of course, do plenty of intensity work um, on the bike, perhaps, or perhaps you go to a a regular um, hit class in terms of doing some cross-training, that sort of thing. All fantastic, all brilliant in terms of overall conditioning, overall fitness. But from a running perspective, with the focus on building up that mileage, keep it easy, keep it relaxed. Feel free to go down the run walk as well, run walk route as well as Holly did. Um, there's a there's a good reason why we did that as well. Actually, with Holly, you know, we were talking about keeping the uh, keeping the the intensity very easy, keeping the pace very conversational. But the run walk approach, particularly when it came to the long runs, Holly won't mind me saying that it was largely mental as much as anything else. The thought for Holly of doing a 10 mile run, doing a 12 mile run, doing a 14 mile run, um, simply those words, you know, I've got to run for 14 miles, is very, very daunting. We did most of those together as well. Um, and it was a, it was great to be able to actually help Holly round that, um, that process, help her through that process. But she'll be the first to say that the idea of doing 12, 14 miles as a, as a run, in inverted commas, was something which was a bit of a hurdle. So to approach it as a conscious run walk where not necessarily taking a really structured kind of Jeff Galloway type approach, but more so saying to her, you know, whenever you feel like you need to have a walk break, it's fine to have a walk break. That's not a problem. Um, and over time, naturally she'd find herself taking less walk breaks and running more consistently um it just i suppose gave permission to say that it's okay all we actually need to do here is make sure we're getting the mileage in um and what the upshot was um 
was that on race day, and I said 2.14, actually I'm looking at the, the, the sheet of paper now in front of me, Holly's marked on there, 2.17 was the result, um, but on race day she said that she walked way less than she expected. I can only remember three, perhaps four times where she took 30 seconds or so just to just to have a walk and gather herself. And I take a bit of the blame there as well. I feel like I actually probably um, pushed the pace on a little bit, a little bit too hard on race day. And um, I'm not a fantastic pacer. I'll certainly put my hand up to that. Um, probably pushed the pace on a little bit too hard on race day. And um, yeah, she needed to just to gather herself, gather her breathing a little bit. Um, the way I say not, not a fantastic pacer, I particularly mean how do you pace someone for a race distance they've never run before? Um, it's, 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 yeah, it was certainly a challenge no, not knowing realistically what, um, you know, what Holly what Holly had in her, what Holly could, what Holly could do. And we certainly found out because she on race day, now she finished 217, but two weeks prior to that with the 40 miler, I certainly remember her, um, flagging a little bit within that 14 miler as we came up to the 13.1 mile mark. And I saw on my Garmin that that 13.1 mile mark was coming, coming, coming. We were getting close, getting close. And we were actually going up um, a reasonable hill here in Norwich, as much as Norwich has hills. Um, and I was saying to her, come on, keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing, because I desperately wanted her to um, have the, the confidence or have the kind of the the success, the, those kind of micro successes, but the little kind of fist pump of getting through that 13.1, that half marathon distance mark within that 40 miler um in two uh, in, in sub 230 which she did it was like 229 50 something um so i certainly remember that that was the pace that she did um her long run for her 14 miler and she was over the moon when it came to doing so that was sorry that was the the pace that she did the half marathon within that 14 miler and then when it came to two weeks later, race day itself, um, she shaved a massive chunk off that and uh, and ran 2.17. So she was over the moon and I was incredibly, incredibly happy for her. So alongside that, Holly was doing, again, plenty of strength work, um, both from a uh, run conditioning point of view and the gym work that she does anyway um, uh, to support her dance work. So there's, yeah, there, there's plenty of that going on outside of simply the three runs per week. That's worth mentioning. And again, if you want to have a good structure to follow alongside you know, any running routine, if you are not currently doing any strength conditioning work, our third day challenge on the Kinetic Revolution website is certainly worth a look and certainly a great place to get started. So I hope that, uh, I hope that this has helped. You know, I think a bunch of people will probably look at the program that, um, that I'm going to share this picture of the, the, the scrawled out program with ticks next to each one of these runs, um, on the, the Hard Rock Hotel piece of paper and just, just laugh at its simplicity. And it, it is quite funny because, you know, coming from a place where I do write these, these real complex programs for people, um, to actually look at what Holly needed to do and say, look, this is the bare bones of what you need to get done. It's actually nice to be able to reflect on the fact that not every program needs to be a uh, you know a real complex complex uh, 
bundle of papers and, and bundle of sheets to say, right, this is this, that is that. Um, something as simple as this was very, very effective. And hopefully, as much as it helped Holes, hopefully it'll help plenty of others as well. So I'd like to hear your feedback. I'd love to know what you think, particularly about concepts like going over over race distance when it comes to first-time half marathoners. Um, that would be really interesting. Any experiences you have as well, do feel free to chime in and let me know. Best place to do that, of course, is over on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. That's at KineticRev for any of those. Um, and I look forward to hearing you. Now, also, if you are enjoying these daily running podcasts, please do let me know best way you can do that is head on in, heading on over to the iTunes store, leaving a rating, leaving a review. I'd love to know what's on your mind. I will be back with another one of these podcasts tomorrow, so I'll speak to you then. Bye now.